Welcome in everybody for another week of Tech Talk here with the SG Taurus Company. I'm your host, Matt LePan, joined today by our technical service representative, Ken Gott. Ken is one of our great tech people here. He's one of four that we will have here on Tech Talk between Phil Valpe, Ken Gott, Mark Gunther, and John Souza. Ken, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Now, Ken, you've been in the industry a long time. How long have you been in the industry and how long have you been here at the SG Taurus Company helping with tech support? Uh, I've been at SG Taurus about 14 years now, working with Phil Valpe. Prior to that, I was with some other supply houses, and prior to that, I was in the field for probably about 20 years, um, doing field installs, had my own crew, um, worked on just about everything from cooling towers, water source heat pumps, rooftops, split systems. So you've seen it all? Yeah, pretty much. How has it been different being here with the SG Taurus company in terms of having both yourself and Phil to be on TechSport and now adding Mark and adding John Souza down the Cape. How is this group different than some of the other groups that you've worked with in terms of providing tech support? How is the SG Taurus company different for tech support than some other companies you've worked with? We are very customer orientated, want to make sure our customers uh, are educated and know how to install a product properly so you know they can avoid problems down the line. Um, it's nice being able to work with Phil uh, he's a well-seasoned guy, and um, we help each other out all the time, as well as the new guys that are coming on board, John and Mark, um, also very knowledgeable. Um, like I say, we're here to help our customers in any way we can. Great, and today we're going to get into the setup post-installation of a TAM9 air handler for Train and American Standard. We do get a lot of calls on this daily, so hopefully this podcast will make things a little easier for you guys out there. Um, naturally, um, the system's going to be all wired up and powered, and this is just going to go through the configuration setup for the type of system you have. Um, first thing we have on the front of the TAM9 air handler is the display the human interface that has the readout and four buttons on there. Um, to get into the configuration mode, what you want to do is hold the up and down arrows uh, together to get into the configuration mode. At that point, you want to right arrow over until you see CDA configuration menu. At that point, um, once you see the configuration menu on your screen, you wanna use the down arrows. First down arrow will give you the option of restoring all the defaults. At that point, uh, if you wanna restore defaults, you arrow over to the right and select yes, and then hit the middle enter button. To continue on, you just go down with the down arrow button. Next thing is the airflow mode. You can select CFM or torque mode. Torque is the more efficient energy saving mode. Um, CFM is designed for ductwork issues. If you have existing ductwork where you have to maintain a certain amount of CFM, you wanna select that mode. Once you've made your choice, you just keep arrowing down. The next option is the external switch in cooling. You have inputs on the circuit board that you can disable the outdoor condenser, whether it be an evaporated defrost switch, which would knock out the cooling. You can also knock out the entire unit. If you wanted to tie in a smoke detector, that would be another purpose for the external switch content. You arrow down, you now have an external switch for heating. If you wanted to kill the heating, you can also kill the heating in this mode. These two options aren't used too readily uh, in a commercial application. You might have to shut the unit down 
on the smoke detector input. Okay, next one down is the outdoor unit type. Uh, whether it's a heat pump or AC only. It does come set default for heat pump because that is the majority of what's out there. And so what we do need to do if it's not a heat pump, we need to change it over to AC and select that. Again, next arrow down is the outdoor unit tonnage. You wanna look at your outdoor unit, find what the tonnage is, select that and enter it. Next one, arrow down is the outdoor unit type. Gonna be if you have a two stage or single stage condensing unit going to give you an option of one compressor with two stages or two compressors being two stages. Again, just select the system that you have and save it. Uh, next arrow down is the continuous fan mode. That's when you put the fan into the fan on mode. You can adjust that between 35 and 100%. Most cases, guys select 50%. Ken, you mentioned that you like to set the continuous fan speed at 50%. Is there a specific reason that you choose 50% and would there ever be another reason to go less than 50 or more than 50? It's just really the industry standard. Most uh, systems come set for 50%, but absolutely, you'd want to, depending on the ductwork, if there was a lot of ductwork, a lot of diffusers where you needed extra oomph, so to speak, to, to get the um, air out there, you definitely want to increase that. If there was little ductwork in the fan, you could end up with a noisy register, or airflow issues, uh, airflow noises coming through your registers, you'd want to decrease that. Next arrow down is uh, the cooling CFM per ton. That's how much CFM you want. Typically, 400 CFM per ton is the standard. Depending on your ductwork, you can increase or decrease that. Arrow down, the next one is a uh, blower off delay in cooling. Most cases we shut the blower off right after the demand is met. They give you that option. And we arrow down again. There's also a heating CFM per ton. Again, you can select that as well. Arrow down again. There's also a fan delay in the heating mode. That we usually do have about a 90 second delay to, to dissipate any heat in the heat exchanger. Arrow down, it's the indoor heat type. We either have electric heat or no heat, or now we have the option of hydro if we have a hot water coil in the unit. So you select that accordingly. And then if you do have electric heat, it wants to know the, um, the size of the heat, the KW. The last one is the airflow for the electric heat. You can select a low, medium, or high, depending on the KW. And that's it for the uh, configuration. And a reminder, you can listen to our Tech Talk podcast every Thursday here at the SG Taurus Company. Go to sgtaurus.com backslash podcast. Phil, Ken, Mark, and John are here to help you at any time. You can call these guys if you have an emergency or if you see something that we haven't covered on the podcast. You can call our technical support hotline at 978-657-4768. And you'll be put in the queue and talk to one of these great technical support guys. And if you have any suggestions for the podcast, things you'd like us to cover on Tech Talk, you can reach out to us with the hashtag Taurus Tech Talk, T-O-R-R-I-C-E, Tech Talk. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. We want to thank you again for tuning in, and we'll see you next week on Taurus Tech Talk.